Chapter 3. Take Me Out to the Ball Game. The twins led Jack and Annie to the entrance of the stadium. They all joined the crowd streaming into a huge round lobby. The room had marble walls and a ceiling lamp made of baseball bats. A sign over the ticket windows said, One dollar, general admission. Uh-oh, said Jack. He and Annie reached into their pockets of their uniforms. We don't have money, said Annie. We don't either, said Otis, but we don't need it because... Bat boys! A tall man in a uniform rushed over to them. His badge said, security guard. That's us, said Jack. You're late, said the guard. The manager of the visitor's clubhouse is looking everywhere for you. Get over there. Yes, sir. Jack knew just what the guard meant. The visitor's clubhouse was the place in the stadium where the out-of-town team prepared for the game. Wait, can our two friends come watch the game for free, said Annie. They helped us. Of course not, said the guard. Everyone has to pay unless they're part of the game. Come on, the guard headed to a turnstile. Sorry we can't help you, Jack said to the twins. Don't worry, we always watch from the from Bedford Avenue, Otis said. We lie on the sidewalk and peek under the gate, Olive whispered. We can see most of center field from there, said Otis, and a little bit of left field. Hey, bat boys, the guard shouted. Gotta go, said Jack. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks a million, said Annie. She and Jack hurried through the turnstile and followed the guard. The, then they crossed a ramp and headed into the ballpark. You're working for the Braves, the guard said. I'll get the clubhouse manager. Wait here. And he walked away. Oh, man, Jack breathed as he and Annie looked around. Compared to the Little League ballpark back home, Ebbets Field was huge. Fans were filling the stands. A band was playing, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. The breezy air smelled of roasting peanuts, hot dogs, and grilled onions. On the field, umpires and dark suits were talking to each other. Around the baseball diamond, team members were playing catch. The men all wore jerseys with blue letters that spelled Dodgers. Look at the Dodgers bat boys, said Annie. They're helping their team warm up. Those bat boys look twice our age, said Jack. I know, said Annie, but our caps must make everyone see us as teenagers too. That's so incredible, said Jack, smiling. He loved looking older. He loved working for a big league game. He loved the sights, sounds, and smells of Ebbets Field. The fans are really dressed up, said Annie. In the stands, the men and boys wore suits and hats. The women and girls wore dresses, jackets, and white gloves. It was really different from Frog Creek. At the ballpark at home, grown-ups and kids wore jeans, shorts, and sweatpants. Jack noticed something else that was different from Frog Creek. Here, half the stands were filling up with people, with mostly white people. The other half were, half were filling up with mostly black people. At home, people of all colors sat together. Annie pointed to a black Dodgers player signing autographs on baseballs. Who's he? she said. Black fans were shouting and waving at the player. Reporters were trying to interview him. A photographer was taking pictures. I don't know. He must be a big star, said Jack. Hey, bat boys, you're late, someone shouted. Jack and Annie whirled around. A short, wiry man was striding, was striding toward them. He must be the manager of the visitor's clubhouse, Jack thought. You've only got 40 minutes, the man roared. The Braves will be here any minute. Their trunks have just been delivered from the station. He pointed at the door of the clubhouse. Go inside and get to work. Yes, sir, said Jack and Annie. Without another word, they hurried inside the visitor's clubhouse and they got to work.